Listen to one of this year's top true crime podcasts. Unknown Subject, Season 3 of WTOP's American Nightmare podcast is out now on all podcast platforms. Schools, I'm Mike Marilla. Former President Trump's daughter Ivanka and his son-in-law Jared Kushner subpoenaed by the special counsel investigating January 6th. We'll talk about that with Washington Post live anchor Leanne Caldwell at 1010. Asian markets are mixed. The Dow fell 85. Big win for the Maryland men tonight. 10 o'clock. This is CBS News on the Hour, sponsored by Navage. I'm Jennifer Kuyper in Chicago. Shootings west of Orlando, Florida, leave three people dead and two others wounded. CBS's Matt Piper reports. There were three separate shootings in the Orlando area, all police say involving one suspect who's been arrested. Three people were killed. The first shooting was around 11 a.m. Then Sheriff John Mina says the suspect shot members of the media sitting in a car. They are a News 13 reporter and photographer who were on the scene to cover the homicide from this morning. And tragically, one of the News 13 employees has passed. The other is in critical condition. A nine-year-old girl was also killed. The sheriff says the 19-year-old suspect has a lengthy criminal history. Matt Piper, CBS News. There have been interstate closures from Arizona to Wyoming as a winter storm makes its way across the northern U.S. Blizzard warnings are in effect for parts of the Dakotas and Minnesota. KXJB-TV's Aaron Walling is in Fergus Falls, Minnesota, where they could see seven inches of snow. Crews in Fergus Falls are preparing for the winter storm that's supposed to hit later tonight. Fergus Falls Public Works tells me that they will be hitting the streets at 2 a.m. to do the snow plowing. They are also asking residents to remove their cars and trash cans from the sides of the streets. While the Minnesota Department of Transportation are already out surveying the I-94 area that they cover. Round two has arrived in the Twin Cities, which could dump up to 13 inches of snow on top of the four inches on the ground. Friday will mark one year since Russia invaded Ukraine. The U.N. says there is not a single aspect of children's lives the war has not impacted. CBS's Charlie Daggett talked to students at a school outside of Kiev. There are now only half as many students here as before, and now some are evacuees, like seven-year-old Sasha from Zaporizhia, under siege from Russian troops. My grandma says that any second they could capture you, tie you up, and subject you to electric shock. That sounds very scary. So are air raids, but Sasha takes that threat in his stride. The Department of Defense has put out a memo to U.S. troops this week warning them to stop eating food with poppy seeds because they could fail drug tests. CBS's Monica Ricks. The Pentagon says natural poppy seeds could be contaminated with morphine and codeine. So it says eating them could undermine the military's ability to identify actual illicit drug use. The winner of a $1.3 billion Mega Millions jackpot has come forward to collect the prize. The Maine State Lottery says that the winner, who bought the ticket last month at a gas station in the town of Lebanon, has chosen to remain anonymous and take the lump sum payment of more than $723 million before taxes. This is CBS News. Now there's a simple, easy, and effective way to clean your nose and protect your health. It's called Navage. Navage. Available at Navage.com. 10.03 on WTOP on this Wednesday night, February 22nd, 2023. In Reston, it's 43 degrees as temperature rise into the 50s. Good evening. I'm Dimitri Sotis with the top local stories we're following this hour. We've got breaking news on WTOP. A man is dead this evening after he was shot by police officers outside Tyson's Corner Center Mall in Fairfax County. 
Police Chief Kevin Davis says officers were notified by security that the man had stolen something from a store at the mall. This was about 6.30 tonight. Davis says officers chased the man out of the store and into a thick wooded area along Fashion Boulevard. The suspect ran into that area. Our officers continue to chase him into that area. And at some point in time, our police officers, both police officers, both Fairfax County police officers discharged their firearms. The man died at the hospital. Fairfax County police have not yet identified the man. They say it's unknown at this time if he was armed. No officers were injured during the encounter. Stay with us here on WTOP and WTOP.com for the latest on this developing story. An American Airlines flight from Jacksonville, Florida today, here to Reagan National, never made it to the nation's capital. Flight 3444 ended up landing at Raleigh-Durham. That was because of a security concern involving a disruptive passenger. Police met the flight there in North Carolina, took the person away. The trouble started, we're told, midair at about 3.40 this afternoon. The FBI says it's figuring out whether to file federal charges. Stay with WTOP as we bring you more updates as more information comes in. Now 10.05. We're hearing from the new leader of D.C.'s troubled 911 emergency call center. She has promised change in what she calls a fresh start. Critics say several lives have been lost in recent years as first responders were sent to the wrong address or otherwise the response was too slow. We have a game plan moving forward. Heather McGaffin, the acting director of D.C.'s Office of Unified Communications, is for the first time detailing some of the changes she's making. In the next 90 days, the agency will see a few things. The first being a complete policy overhaul. McGaffin says she's increased the number of supervisors who are on duty at any given time and new employees will now need 14 weeks of training instead of the five weeks that were previously required. McGaffin has a lot of work to do as the call center has often come under fire for delays in sending out ambulances and mistakes, such as sending emergency crews out to incorrect locations. Nick Einelli, WTOP News. Since last Friday, Montgomery County Public Schools are saying that several more instances of anti-Semitic messages have been found inside four school buildings. And this news has the superintendent promising action. We've had nine incidents anti-Semitic incidents happen in our schools since Friday. And Superintendent Dr. Monifa McKnight says the incidents, including drawings, were found at four schools. She's calling the actions unacceptable and says in response, some new steps are being taken, including kids responsible seeing the acts added to their personal file in a form that has their name and grade level. I think these things are when you look at the profile of an entire student over time for them currently and their future. And it will identify, you know, what the act was. Also for the parents of the students who get in trouble. We are going to be requesting that our parents come in and be a part of the resolution for that child in the school. Mike Marillo, WTOP News. Let's stay with Montgomery County a little longer. Rising hate crimes outside of the schools have prompted a local lawmaker to pursue an anti-hate task force. The call is coming from County Council President Evan Glass, who says the spike in racial, ethnic, and LGBTQ hate crimes is disturbing and frightening. Glass says the latest numbers from a couple of years ago show more than 140 bias incidents. More than half were race-related. A lot of them focused on black people, and two out of ten targeted Asian people. Many of the crimes were aimed at Jewish people as well. Glass sent a letter about this to County Executive Mark Elrich just yesterday. Coming up here after traffic and weather, the new January 6th special counsel is burrowing pretty deep inside the Trump inner circle. Washington Post live anchor Leanne Caldwell joins us with details. On WTOP, after traffic and weather. Our weather forecast is going to feature record heat tomorrow. 
maybe even a little snow on Saturday. So we're going to get everything here pretty soon. Stay with us tonight at 10.07. Working hard when you'd rather be playing hard? Wishing you were clearing a level instead of clearing your inbox? Staring at spreadsheets but stuck on shattering high scores? Turn any time into game time with Samsung Galaxy S23 Ultra. With its large screen, long-lasting battery, and our fastest processor yet, you'll be ready to battle with bosses between meetings with bosses. And even if you rage quit, it'll still be there tomorrow. Take advantage of amazing carrier offers now at Samsung.com. Do you hear that? That's the sound of you getting paid when you use your payback checking debit card from Andrews Federal Credit Union. That's right. Every time you use your debit card to make a purchase over $5, you earn five cents cash back. That adds up fast. Open your account at Andrews Federal and start earning more today. Visit andrewsfcu.org to get started. Andrews Federal Credit Union, federally insured by the NCUA for eligibility membership requirements and details about payback limits. Visit andrewsfcu.org. 1008. Michael and Sons heating tune-up for only $69. Michael and Son. Traffic and weather on the 8s and when it breaks. And we are getting over to Bob Imler. He's in the traffic center. In College Park on the inner loop of the Beltway between 95 and Route 1, there is a work zone set up there getting by two lanes to the left. And on the Baltimore-Washington Parkway southbound, you get by single file of the right after NASA Goddard for guardrail work again tonight. Very slow getting past that. Southbound but northbound, the lanes are open. 95 is without delay, as is 270. Now, outer loop beltway after Connecticut Avenue. Anything left of the crashes on the right shoulder, you get by without delay and with the lanes open. In Virginia, traffic is running pretty well for the most part on 66. No work zones have set up as of yet, either inside or outside the beltway. Still waiting for the work crews. Uh, to set up on the Beltway anywhere between Georgetown Pike and uh, the Dulles Toll Road or maybe up as high as the GW Parkway, so be alert for that. On 95 southbound after exit 148 Quantico, single right lane is blocked, getting by without delay past the work zone. Looking for a new car? The wait is over. Fitzgerald Auto Mall has hundreds of new and used cars to choose from. Visit Fitzmall.com, transparency you can trust. Bob Inler, WTOP Traffic. Storm Team 4's Amelia Draper. Low temperatures tonight only around 50 degrees with plenty of clouds and a few isolated showers possible. There's a chance for a passing shower early tomorrow morning, but tomorrow really all about the warmth. It is a hot February day with the high temperature of 80 degrees. In fact, we're only in the 60s until about 9, 10 a.m. And then temperatures are in the 70s before we even hit noon. Partly sunny and windy on Friday with gusts up to 30 miles an hour and We'll start off with temperatures around 50 and fall into the 40s throughout the day. I'm Storm Team 4 meteorologist Amelia Draper. Roslyn now 49, Farragut Square 49, and Laurel 46. In many places, maybe not everywhere, but in many places we actually expect temperatures to gradually rise overnight. We may have a record hot day tomorrow. Brought to you by Long Fence. Save 20% on Long Fence decks, pavers, and fences. Go to longfence.com today and schedule your free in-home estimate. Now 1010. Developing tonight on WTOP, former President Trump's daughter Ivanka and son-in-law Jared Kushner have been subpoenaed by the special counsel to testify before a grand jury about the former president's push to stay in power after losing the 2020 election. We talked about it tonight with Washington Post live anchor Leanne Caldwell, especially about how deeply into the Trump inner circle the special counsel is reaching. Really big statement. Uh, The fact that he is going after and wanting to talk to Trump's own daughter shows 
shows that no one is really off limits in his investigation. Um, of course, Ivanka is Trump's daughter, but she was an advisor to him. And she was also in the Oval Office on the morning of January 6th. She also accompanied Donald Trump to his rally at the Ellipse that day, just before the attack on the Capitol. And so she is someone who could be very good for the special counsel to talk to. But the fact that he is talking to the to Trump's family proves that he is serious about this investigation and that he's going to talk to whoever he needs to talk to. So uh, as we examine now candidate Trump for another term in the White House, he's got the political issues, he's got perhaps pending legal issues, and you've been writing about how he endorsed quite a few folks during the past election cycle. They're not necessarily reciprocating now and coming to his aid, perhaps when he badly needs them. Yeah, it's really interesting. So Trump in the 2022 midterms, he he endorsed more than 160 members of the House and the Senate who went on to win their elections. So far in his three-month-old presidential campaign, just a fraction of those have returned the favor. Uh, just about 30 people have endorsed him, mostly members of Congress. And that's a really interesting statement for two reasons. First, Trump demands loyalty. And if you are not loyal, there could be retribution. And so what that shows is perhaps the fact that Republicans don't feel that they have to immediately get behind Trump could show that there is a softening in his base and also shows that Trump perhaps is not the automatic winner of this Republican primary. I spoke to members of the Senate last week, Republicans who he endorsed, and asked them if they plan to endorse him. And most of them said that they just aren't sure yet, including Senator Ted Budd, a freshman from North Carolina, who won his Republican primary in large part because of Trump's endorsement. And he said, well, there's a lot of good people that are going to be in the race, so we'll see where it goes. It's very interesting development, considering that Trump has had a hold on the Republican Party for so long. Washington Post live anchor Leanne Caldwell on Skype. She's also co-author of The Early 202. Still ahead, Maryland men's basketball picks up another conference win at home. That's not the only game of local interest that Rob will tell us all, all about. Just coming up. Save big during Court Furniture Outlet's President's Day sale event. Are you looking to brighten up your home or make your workplace more comfortable? Maybe furnish a vacation home. Don't pay high retail prices. Court prices are always super low because they lease their high-quality furniture for use in model homes, movies, and television by home stagers and corporate offices. And when the furniture comes back, they sell it for pennies on the dollar. Now, save even more on a huge selection of upholstery, accent chairs, bedroom sets, mattresses, dining sets, and office furniture all at amazing prices. Plus, check out all the special buys now at an additional 25% off. And for all you listeners out there, mention you heard us on the radio and receive an additional 10% off your entire purchase. Come in today and discover where families, home stagers, and business professionals have been saving for over 50 years. With five locations in the DMV, in Capitol Heights, Rockville, and Cadence Maryland, and in Alexandria and Chantilly, Virginia. Or go to CourtFurnitureOutlet.com. That's C-O-R-T FurnitureOutlet.com. At Kaiser Permanente, we know that wellness means more than physical health. And as a business leader, you have an enormous amount of influence on the overall well-being of your employees. Happy and cohesive teams increase employee engagement and improve the work experience for everyone. 
As a result, businesses have lower employee turnover and decreased costs related to recruitment and absenteeism. Learn more about how you can support the total health of your employees at kp.org slash lead boldly slash WTOP. Sports at 15 and 45 powered by Red River. Technology decisions aren't black and white. Think red. 10 15. Let's go to Rob Woodfork. All right, Dimitri. Maryland handled business against last place Minnesota. They led by as many as 28 on their way to a 88 70 win, in which the Terps shot 68%. They win their third game in their last four and improved to 10 and 7 in conference play. Coach Kevin Willard. We knew how important this game was. I mean, that's the one thing I was really happy about. These guys knew that this was a this was a huge game. Get to 10 wins, have Northwestern coming in. I think we're tied for third now. So I thought the way we handled that part of the game was really impressive for this group. Yeah, led by Julian Reese, 21 points, 12 rebounds. That was his second straight double-double. Uh, George Washington, for the fourth time in nine games, needed overtime to win, 89-80 at Rhode Island. American blew a 10-point lead to Navy in a 70-54 uh, loss. That is now five straight uh, defeats now for the Eagles. And sixth-ranked Virginia had its worst offensive performance of the season in an upset loss to Boston College, 63-48. Georgetown just out of halftime at Capital One Arena. They are trailing St. John's 40-30. Thirty-two. The Red Storm shot 54% in the first half to the Hoyas, 35%. The Capitals uh, trying to snap a five-game slide and uh, get, getting uh, Alex Ovechkin back would be clutch. He's uh, uh, was uh, at the morning skate at Kettler this morning after a week away from the team to mourn the loss of his father. He remains questionable to uh, return to game action against the Anaheim Ducks tomorrow night. In soccer, the U.S. women's national team, a 2-1 winner over Brazil, so they take their fourth straight, she believes, cup. In the other football, the commanders reportedly talking to former NFL receiver Greg Lewis about a top spot on the offensive staff. He coached multiple positions in Kansas City under new offensive coordinator Eric Bieniemy, who you'll hear from for the first time tomorrow. Rob Woodwork, WTOP Sports. 1017 in Orlando, Florida, TV reporter, a nine-year-old girl and another person were gunned down tonight in separate but connected shootings there in Central Florida. CBS News correspondent Christian Benavides heard from Orange County Sheriff John Mina. Sheriff's deputies first responded to a deadly shooting in a residential area of Pine Hills, Florida, Wednesday morning. They found a woman uh, who was in her 20s who was shot and succumbed to her injuries. And then in the late afternoon came 911 calls about two additional shootings. Deputies located two men who had been shot uh, in or near a vehicle. They are a News 13 reporter and photographer who were on the scene to cover the homicide. Police say they're still looking for a motive for these shootings. Spectrum says in a statement tonight, it's deeply saddened by the loss of its colleague and other lives senselessly taken. Top stories we're following for you this evening. Two police officers have shot and killed a man suspected of stealing from Tyson's Corner Center Mall. A long investigation to follow. Ivanka Trump and Jared Kushner are the latest to get subpoenas from the new special counsel investigating the Capitol riot and efforts to overturn the 2020 election. Former President Trump escalates the political showdown over the toxic train derailment in East Palestine, Ohio, by paying a visit to the town and slamming the Biden administration's response. Stay with WTOP for more. 1018 on WTOP. Traffic and weather on the 8s and when it breaks with Bob Imler in the traffic center. In Maryland, Baltimore, Washington Parkway southbound in Greenbelt. Heavy and slow getting by the guardrail work near NASA Goddard. Headed toward Greenbelt Road. Single right lane 
is getting by. Northbound, the lanes are open, and 95 is without delay between the beltways. T-70 also in great shape in both directions. And really, around the beltway, traffic continues to run well. But having said that, a couple of work zones, one in College Park on the inner loop between 95 and Route 1. And to a point just after Route 1, you get by in two lanes to the left. And now in Virginia, they're setting up road work on the inner loop from Arlington Boulevard towards 66. And two left lanes are getting by that. Also in Virginia, 95 southbound after exit 148 Quantico, single right lane blocked. And it is causing no delay whatsoever, at least for now. They could take a second lane later, but for now, two lanes get by to the left without delay. Headed south from Quantico toward Garrisonville and on 66. All is quiet both ways. Now open, Metro's Silver Line extension is connecting you to six new stations, including Dulles Airport. Connect with more. Connect with Metro. Bob Inler, WTLP Traffic. Storm Team 4, four-day forecast and Amelia Draper. Tracking record warmth in the forecast tomorrow. Falling temperatures on Friday and then maybe a snow shower on Saturday. We have some wild weather coming up these next few days. Now, tonight, expect a low around 50 with a few isolated showers possible through the early morning hours tomorrow. But again, tomorrow, really all about the heat with a high temperature of 80 and clouds giving way to increasing sun. Plenty of sun on Friday with wind gusts up to 30 miles an hour and temperatures falling from around 50 during the morning hours into the 40s throughout the day. I'm Storm Team 4 meteorologist Amelia Draper. DuPont Circle is at 49, Germantown 44, and Annandale 44 degrees. Some parts of our area are actually expecting temperatures to rise gradually overnight until we reach those record highs tomorrow afternoon. We're brought to you by New Look Home Design. Right now, save 50% on all roofing materials and labor. Coming up on WTOP. Confirming two victims, police worry a 94-year-old charged with sex crimes could have abused others. I'm Megan Cloherty. It's 10:21. Stay with us. Eric was way behind on his taxes. I owed a lot of money to the IRS, almost $15,000. I tried to make payments. The IRS wasn't satisfied with Eric's efforts, so they came after him full force. They're coming to put a lien and a hold on all my income, my home, my car. I was just overwhelmed at what to do. Then Eric called Optima Tax Relief. When Optima Tax got involved, the calls would stop, the threats would stop. It was easy like, uh... One, two, three. Optima Tax Relief is A-plus rated by the Better Business Bureau, and their team of expert tax professionals took care of Eric's problem. I owe 15000 and now my debt is clean. I don't owe anything. Take Eric's advice. If you have a tax problem, you need to call Optima Tax now. Call Optima Tax Relief for a free consultation. Call 800-354-2840. 800-354-2840. Tax Relief. Some restrictions apply. For complete details, please visit OptimaTaxRelief.com. Critical words for the D.C. mayor and the D.C. police chief. They come from D.C. Council Chair Phil Mendelson. The story ahead. Over 70% of federal agencies don't have full knowledge of where their data is stored, impacting agency leaders' ability to make informed decisions and accelerate digital transformation. Cloudera Government Solutions offers data in motion capabilities that helps agencies move any data from any source to any destination, turning your siloed data into strategic assets. Cloudera harnesses modern data architectures to improve visibility and speed analysis with built-in security and governance. Visit cloudera.com slash public sector for details when it comes to banking turn to fvc bank businesses in baltimore dc northern virginia and all areas in between benefit from the convenient online options fvc bank offers its customers you owe it to yourself and your business to switch to fvc bank customer focused technologically efficient a great customer experience fvc bank visit fvcbank.com member fdic 
You're listening to WTOP News. 1023, we turn to the bumpy road that lies ahead for D.C.'s revised criminal code. The document that defines crimes and sentences has not been updated in more than a century. But the new changes have, excuse me, the new changes have to be approved by Congress before taking effect. D.C. Council Chair Phil Mendelson, who champions the revised code, admits that the council is fighting an uphill battle now. Part of the problem that we're dealing with is that a significant number of Democrats in the Senate are up for election next year. They do not want to see campaign messages about how they're soft on crime. Mendelson blames Mayor Muriel Bowser for casting the revised code as easy on criminals. It's easy to say it makes the city less safe, but uh, prove it to me because you can't prove it to me. He argues the lower sentencing guidelines within the updated code won't actually impact crime. What does? It's swift and certain justice. Here are full conversation on how the changes would actually impact D.C. residents on this week's episode of WTOP's DMV Download Podcast. Luke Garrett, WTOP News. WTOP has reached out to the mayor's office for response to Mendelssohn's comments. We're following developments out of Arlington County where a 94-year-old man is charged with crimes against children. Investigators say it's possible there are more victims. Officers arrested and charged Adolfo Zambrano of Arlington with two counts of aggravated sexual battery after a woman called 911 on February 10th, reporting seeing a suspicious interaction between the 94-year-old and a child. Detectives with the Special Victims Unit arrived to learn the woman had confronted Zambrano, and detectives confirmed the child had been touched inappropriately. In investigating Zambrano, they say they learned of another woman's abuse by Zambrano when she was a child. Police want anyone who knows of other inappropriate encounters with Zambrano to contact them. Megan Cloherty, WTOP News. We've got an update in the capital murder case of a former University of Alabama basketball player from D.C. Darius Miles and Michael Davis, who's from Maryland, both faced murder charges in the killing of a woman near Alabama's campus in January. Tonight, we're learning another Alabama basketball player, Brandon Miller, will stay on the team. This despite testimony from police that the star forward brought the uh, gun that was used to kill the woman. Miller's attorney says it's not true that he never touched the gun. Miller is Alabama's best basketball player, projected to be picked fifth overall in ESPN's latest NBA draft rankings. Now 1025. It's Money News 25 and 55. We'll go to Brendan Hazelton. Stocks finish mixed with the Dow losing 85 points. NASDAQ gained 15. S&P off 6. Layoffs are coming to National Public Radio. Citing a slowdown in advertising dollars, the network says it will lay off roughly 10% of its current workforce, at least 100 people. And you might know it's sandwiches. Now Subway has unveiled plans to create what the chain calls electric vehicle charging oasis parks that also feature picnic tables, Wi-Fi, restrooms, and even playgrounds. Brendan Hazelton, WTOP News. Asian markets are mixed. South Korea is up about 1%. Hong Kong, 1% higher. A quarter percent rise for the Shanghai Composite. And then on the downside, Tokyo stocks have dropped 1.5% so far. Australia is down another half percent. We watch it every half hour at 25 and 55. Coming up, here's some breaking news after traffic and weather. Call about a theft ended in a deadly police shooting outside an area mall. I'm Mike Marilla. Stay with us for the latest from the scene tonight. KBR's highly experienced and highly cleared team is ready to solve today's challenges while preparing for tomorrow's threats. For more than 50 years, KBR has been trusted by the Department of Defense and Intel community to provide mission-critical science, technology, and engineering solutions. As global demands change and markets transform, KBR delivers innovative results to advance defense and national security interests on land, at sea, in the air, space, and cyberspace. KBR, the team behind the mission. For more information, visit KBR.com. Have you ever wondered what it would be like to scratch it rich? Well, MGM Rewards members can play Scratch It Rich daily now.